Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. There really is no treasure map except just taking actions forward and seeing what's possible for each one of us and seeing where we end up and just doing our best to be grateful along the way. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season. What a better time to be in podcasting than now. When everyone's in the supposed isolation and at home and trying to find as much quality content as possible right now is the time to be creating a podcast. So I'm going to utilize this little personal spot for something unique, something that has taken me by surprise for the past few months. I think since kind of like toward the end of last year, I think it was around August or September, I kicked off a month-long immersion program. It's been a semi-private podcast training. And I was only going to do it once. Um, I was doing it for the community and it surprised me how much I've enjoyed it. I've just genuinely enjoyed being a part of everyone's journey. And um, I don't have another one planned right now. I just finished the last one. I've done three cohorts so far and they've been so cool. But I'm just going to take this moment, if you yourself would like to have a podcast, if you would like to create really meaningful content that connects with others on a deep level, hit me up on social media, on email, at Esprit Devora, and I'm happy to guide you through that journey. I'm so excited to see what others create and see the kind of meaningful connection they facilitate through podcasting. All right. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Just a quick note before we start, this episode is a recording of a talk that Esprit gave live on stage at the Women in Tech Demo Day event in Vilnius, Lithuania. All right, on with the episode. Hi, my name's Esprit, and I broke into Google. Would you like to hear the story? 
<laughs> so I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. People ask me when I became an entrepreneur. I never became an entrepreneur. I was born an entrepreneur. I feel like it's in my blood. My dad and I would walk into Westwood Village where I grew up and he would show me the empty office buildings and I'd daydream about what companies I would put in there. I was a really strange little seven-year-old girl. And as he got me into technology and action sports like skateboarding and snowboarding and motocross and all these things, I ended up building the first action sports social network. It was amazing. I was also the first person to raise money for a tech company within the action sports space. And um, it was absolutely incredible until it wasn't and I was tired and I was going at it for so long and I built up a team and I raised money and I just couldn't figure it out. So I saw this thing online about how Google built like a sports calendar but for traditional sports, basketball, baseball, all these things and I'm like, oh, I'm the only person with all the data in action sports in the world. They must want me. So I booked a plane ticket to Google. I researched the developers' names that built up this certain project within Google. And I literally went building to building trying to find these developers, hoping that this company that started in a basement would be like, you are the girl. We want to acquire your company. You don't have to go after this like startup game anymore. And as I went from building to building and security check to security check, I started to be told, you know, we have a report on file that you were at the building next door. We really can't be having random people at the building. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm sure the founders would want to meet me. I mean, they started in a basement, right? I mean, they have to care about the startup. So I would keep going, keep going, looking for these developers. I like researched it really heavily to see what building they'd be in. And I just could not find them. And I get to the very last building and I get in trouble. And I'm wearing sneakers like these and I have my Nike backpack and I'm like really proud and I'm like, no, I'm gonna leave this campus and they're gonna acquire my company. But instead what I got is the cops. And I started booking it all the way <laughs> off of Google campus, so afraid because I had my like Gmail and I had my Google Drive and all these things. I'm like, oh my God, Google's gonna know exactly where I am. They're gonna delete everything. I'm never gonna be able to use any Google product ever again. Like Google will know everything about my entire life. This is awful. The point is, I had to rediscover what success is. I didn't have my company acquired that day, but I had many successful things that happened and I had many things that felt like failure that happened throughout the way. And what I realized is that success isn't about being on the cover of Fast Company magazine or Inc. magazine. These are things that I really wanted then. And eventually, when I even got those things, they weren't as interesting to me. Or at that time, I was like, okay, success is IPOing. It's not that either. What success is really is taking actions forward. We can't predict what will happen, what will work, what won't. I did an interview today, thanks to Politics Sandbox, with these amazing women in tech in Moscow, Russia. And what they said is, we don't make any assumptions. We're very skeptical. We test everything to see what will work. And then that's what will give us the answer. And I think that's what we think is startups in the beginning. We're like, if we just read enough Tim Ferriss books, we'll figure out the four-hour work week. If we just you know, study Mark Suster investor stuff or whatever BS stuff exists out there, we'll find that treasure map. I know for me it was Richard Branson and how he built Virgin. There really is no treasure map except just taking actions forward and seeing what's possible for each one of us and seeing where we end up and just doing our best to be grateful along the way. When I did raise money, I didn't even take a moment to celebrate. I went straight on to the next thing. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Now I do my best to say, wait, stop. 
It's pretty freaking cool, all this stuff that I've already done. Let me appreciate this moment. And sometimes I suck at it, and then other times I'm better. But what I realize is that's what we really need to cherish. We need to cherish our connectivity with others, which is what Baltic Sandbox is about. It's why I came to Lithuania, to celebrate women in tech and really merge together our global community. It's what being a human is about, having those relationships around us. It's BS to sacrifice our partners and our children and our friends in order to build a startup. No, we have to find a way to bring them into our journey and allow us to be a part of their journey, right? It's about communication. What is promoted in the startup world is so disconnected and disjointed and it's everything about not succeeding. And so what we need to do is change our definition of success to just simply taking actions forward and being a connective community. Thank you so much. You can find me on Twitter at Esprit Devora. I'd like to tell you about an all-new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In Season 4, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and, in the process, changed how we all interact with technology. In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But... Have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here? There was this blue box on a table and he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer. What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible. How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them. And they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? And nobody had an answer. The key thing about time sharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock. The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly. This January 28th, we launched season four of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast from Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. Nope, this is a whole new machine. The process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry. We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement. The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community. The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real guts of what it was about. I'm Saranyat Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast. And keep on coding. So thank you, and uh, eat your sandwiches. Season 4 is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts.
The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.